0: Welcome to the Warrington Football Podcast. Welcome to the Warrington Football Podcast. Tonight we've got a very special Bruce Athletic episode for you so uh, we know that everyone on the show has got links to a wonderful football team so it's going to be completely focused on bruce tonight this is the warrington football podcast Welcome to the Warrington Football Podcast, guys. As I was saying, it's a Bruce Athletic special tonight. And as such, we are joined by the holy trinity of Bruce Athletic. We are joined by the chairman, Chris Jacks. How are you, Jacko, mate? Long time no see.
1: Yeah, I'm good, mate. I'm glad to be back on. Thanks for having me.
0: Yeah, we've missed you, mate. We've missed you. What
1: have you been up to? Oh, work. Work's become my life. Then Bruce has also become a second part of my life, so that's it now one. Swamped. Unshining. has always been
0: your life. <laughs> oh, I had two years off. It was a. It was quite peaceful. then two years. <laughs> also joined by the vice chairman, PJ. How are you, mate?
2: I'm good. I'm good. I'm good.
0: What's he
2: He's only vice chairman because he wants a coat. I've still not got my coat.
0: Have you still not got it? No, it's too warm.
2: I'm gonna wait.
0: I got a t- it is t- warm. I've got a T-shirt. Oh. If you could see us all now, listeners, we're all wearing our brand new bright orange Warrington Football podcast hoodies. And I think we're all feeling rather warm now. So, But we're representing tonight. Uh, lastly, we are joined by the secretary and manager of the league winning vets team, Mr. Tim Tate. How are you, mate?
3: Wonderful. Nice to be back. A few weeks off, sunny myself, turning old. We'll talk about that.
0: <laughs> we don't mention that one, do we? No, no, no. I tried to do it discreetly
3: out of the country, so we won't, you know.
0: Have you recovered?
3: Yeah, just. Just.
0: It takes you six months reco- recover, Re-
3: recover- <laughs> Recovering going back to work after having a holiday, that's it's, it's hard. It's so hard nowadays.
0: Ah, I know what will sort you out, mate. A large chicken select meal with a Diet Coke.
3: Oh, that would be beautiful right now, Rick. But unfortunately, I might be in the doghouse. I there. think you might be in the doghouse
0: and not getting yeah. it, to be honest, yeah. mate.
3: Took a, bit of, took a bit of a long time trying to order it. So, you know, I think i <laughs> a uh, typical man, can't do two things at
1: once. Yeah, you definitely uh, got a hangry message from your uh, missus. Yeah.
0: <laughs> if you want a McDonald's, get it yourself.
3: My wallet's disappeared as well, so that's a bad sign, isn't it?
0: <laughs> you are in trouble now, mate. You know that. You know Sam's getting a McFlurry with her meal tonight.
3: Hey, you behave, you. You leave <laughs> Sam and the McFlurries out of this to your show, thank you very much.
0: Right, guys, going to take it back to day one for each of you with Bruce. So... Question is, how did you first get involved with Bruce Athletics? So, Jacko, Mr. Chairman, we'll go to you first with that one. So, I played for Bruce as a kid. Um, my dad took me down.
1: He didn't want me to go and play for a rope, you know, one of the good teams, Birchwood Rope, you know, somebody who was quite good. He wanted me to go and play for a team that was punched above his weight a little bit. Um, so, he took me down to Bruce. Bruce had like a little five a side thing for kids under the age of 10. When I was a kid, they didn't have a team, any teams under 10, I don't know about everyone else, but there was no teams or anything like that. Um, yeah, I was, I was there for about eight years, left Bruges, um, and then came back as an adult uh, after a conversation with Michelle, he was desperately trying to keep the open age section running, and that was that was it. Then I was I was back. Um and the first couple of years of the open age was a, was a well first certainly the first year I was involved, it was a bit of a shambles. Um you know, me and Tim then got all of the Open A section. We started to go to the club better than it ever, arguably ever has been. And now you are the chairman. And now I'm the chairman. Well, I've been, I've been bullied into being the chairman by Dave and Sandra. Um, so Ooh. Dave and Sandra have stepped down and that was it then. I was sort of bullied into being chairman. Um, but yeah, I'll, I'll, I'm back now. I'll, I'll enjoy it, I'm sure. Did you ever think that you'd get to this point with the club? No, no. I mean when I when I left two years ago, I thought that was me done. Um, but you know, clubs are sort of ingrained in your in your in your blood, aren't they? And they don't get out of it. So you go back to being back to being a chairman, being invited in. Yeah, I'm glad to be back. I'll look up as much as I can.
0: Brilliant. PJ, on to you, mate. How how long have you been involved? Because obviously you took a longer route round to Bruce than Jacko did. So obviously playing for a well, couple no, of I- other clubs.
2: I played uh, as a junior. I was the same as Chris. I went my dad took me down um one Saturday afternoon or Saturday morning. Played for the under all the way from the under sevens, under eights, through to under sixteens. At that time Bruce didn't have a under six didn't carry on under the under sixteens. Um and that's when I had to I had to go and play somewhere else. Uh then I did me my my career. If you can call it that, at <laughs> uh, uh, Crossfields, Croft, uh, Warrington Town. And then it was only when I, was, I decided to stop playing because I was working at the weekends. I think I had about two, three years of not playing any football. And then Chris mentioned that uh, Bruce, Bruce Open Age was looking for players and he dragged me down to training. And then that was it. Then I was there ever since. And then I had a year, two years out, same as Chris, when Olivia was born, just to spend some time with her. And now I'm, then I was back. I signed on, but I never really played for the reserves. And then, that, and then Chris, Chris asked me to come and be, oh, I volunteered to be vice chairman. Dave and Sandra said, yeah. And then I'm back. Well, it's like Chris said, it's because. It, my step-lad plays for Bruce, so I thought I'm going to be about anyway. I might as well help out. And as I'm playing again on Sundays, makes it just made sense.
0: Yeah, brilliant. And same same for you, Tim. How did you first get involved with the club?
3: So I was coaching at Northwich Fix for my nephew's team. Um, a lad called Will dorbarn who's friends with Chris and Paul, asked me to come down. I used to work with oh, Will. So I went down playing football and um, or trying to play football. I I um, went in, played right back, and then I got picked for the first week. And I was away. I was on a I was on a birthday weekend at night out and they won that game. And I don't think they won many games after that that season when I played. Um then about seven months, eight months into that first season. The, the management sort of fell apart coaching-wise and Chris asked me to help out. Got a text off him saying, listen, do you mind helping out? Um, so we've seen the end of the season out and then started off the next season. We had a really good pre-season. We had a really good year. I think it's one of the best years the, the Open Age had. I think we finished fourth that first season. Chris might correct me. Um, we had the the ginger ninjas up top, didn't we? Uh, Mr. Mellor and Richard Keats. They were, they, honestly, they were great together. Really good. Um, and then I stayed on as first team manager for, gonna say six years. Chris might say that's wrong, until Ted was born. And then, reluctantly, I said, "I'm, I'm stepping down." Um. It doesn't last long because I, I came back helping pre-seasons when after that. Um and now I took on the Vets team two years ago, in the second season they've won their league. More so managed, I've put through the last two seasons four academy teams, so that's really good. So building up from the youth. And in one of those academy teams is my son Ted. So he's starting to play in this year. And if I'm gonna be there for ten years and it's a lovely family club, damn right, I'm gonna help and and do the secretary stuff and it's a it's an honor, you know, Bruce you give me loads and I need to give loads back to the community and 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 the club.
0: Yeah, that's something that's always struck me with with the three of you that sense of um always giving back to the club that um you'll always put kind of like. Bruce is always at the top of your list of, of the club that you want to do the best. Um, and it's, It is really great to see that the three of you are in that elevated position now. And you people like you three are the reasons that we have this amazing pyramid in the country that people like you will give up your own time to make sure that these clubs keep going and keep functioning as well as they do. So hats off to the three of you. Absolute admiration
1: for all of you. Yeah, there's, there's some people we should give a shout out here to as well because when we first joined the club, the club wasn't in a good way. Um, there was probably, when I returned in 2014, there was probably five or six junior teams. There was one adult team that was short of players, it was an absolute shambles. And um, the committee at the time, which became me, but also alongside that was Dave and Sandra Hazelden who uh, the two of them are. Absolute legends of the football club, and if it wasn't for them, they wouldn't exist. But also, there's two other people who have who have just stepped down. Who've been involved with Bruce from the very start. It's been going 40 years now, this club, and um, Steve Sykes and Trevor Rhodes. Um, Trevor Rhodes was a club welfare officer, and Steve Sykes was the chairman of the club. Um, and the, between them, guys, they've, they've managed to grow the club into I think it's two hundred but I think it's four adult teams next season, and and at least 20 junior teams now, which yeah we a club that we always see Bruce is a bit of a little club that punches above his weight compared to some of our bigger neighbours because we are in a bit of a, I call it the tripartite a doom because there's, there's three massive clubs around us um, in, in Warrington Rylands, in Molston Rovers and in Birchwood. It puts us under so much pressure compared to our neighbours. We're doing really well to get the numbers in and it's because we're a family club and we welcome any player of any sort of ability, as long as they work hard and try hard. They're always welcome at this football club.
3: Yeah, and they love it as well. So we give a lot back. I've made I've made a promise to Dave and Sandra that we'll always have the children's Christmas parties, we'll always put the children first, you know, they're the main part of the club. So yeah, and I've taken some my little team to a tournament recently and I got we got praised by Crew Alexandra because um of how all the children left the pitch smiling, laughing. Even though they didn't win the tournament, it was because they knew it was safe and and fun environment for them to play.
1: Yeah, I mean, our record as a football club's been appalling, really. And if you look at results and stuff and trophies we've won, but it's it's not about that. It's about giving people and kids a bit a good time, a good good laugh playing football and enjoying themselves. And that's what that's what, should be about. I was going to yeah. say that, that when I was younger, the
2: juniors the team that I played for, I think we started in the bottom division and, and just because of hard work, we lost our, well, every year we lost our best players to Tetley Walkers and uh, I think Monks were going then as well and then it's just, we we got promoted nearly every year just because of how hard the lads that turned up played and I think we ended up in the, the top division for three years and like, we gave Tetley Walkers a game when we first I think we, I think we got beat 5-4, something like that. And then Tetley's been praising us. Like one of the best teams we've played.
3: Yeah. And and, and you've seen promotions today, haven't you?
2: Yeah. Uh, yesterday, yeah. Uh, yesterday, uh, sorry. Under 13s, I was there rocking my hoodie, so if people were there and noticed, I had a big, bright yellow hoodie on. That's why. So, orange <laughs> hoodie. Orange, so mate. It's, it's orange. yellow. Yeah. Um. Yeah, uh, the under-13s, both teams, Gaz and um, Kev. Kev, I was to say Kev's Jamie's manager as well. Yeah, yeah. Right. Sorry, Kev. Um, both teams got finished second, runners-up in the league. And uh, for Jamie's team, the Rangers, uh, they got beat by Ravenhead. I think both teams got beat by Ravenhead in the league's. Uh, and Ravenhead, to be fair to him, they went first. They got all the trope the plates and the medals. And Ravenhead in Jamie's division, division four, they stayed behind and clapped Peruche on. Yeah. So big shout out to shout out to Ravenhead. Um, and
3: the, the the other promotion team was the um bandits, wasn't it? The Bruce Bandits under 15s. So yeah. Andrew McCabe's team. They yeah, got promoted as well this year, yeah, which is really so,
2: good. Couple of promotions yesterday, which was good. Um, I will say, I was a bit disappointed with how it was organised at um, Beechwood, not Beechwood. What's Earl's it? town Earlstown. A-
3: Earlstown.
2: The Hive. Yeah, I, I think the Hive is a great facility, but they were just trying to shepherd kids through. Like, I've had any time to celebrate winning the league or become runners up. Just sort of, here's your trophy. Asian Medals, have a quick picture, right? Off you go. I remember it being at Vicky Park, and they made a massive deal about it, but I know Vicky Park's more rugby now, so I know they've got to put it somewhere.
4: Well, yeah, it was great for great for
2: Bruce just yesterday. Or Saturday, sorry.
0: Yeah, so gonna bring it round now. So um got next question I'm gonna ask you, each of you. Um, some of you might have overlapping answers. What's been your favourite game that you've been involved with, Bruce? In so go Tim first on this one. Favourite game?
3: No, oh, thanks, Rick.
4: <laughs> oh. That's a tough one. I've got
3: I've got two really really memorable ones. So one was really recent, which was the vets winning. on the last game of the season to win the league. Yeah. And the other one, and I think we all enjoyed this one, was we played, it was the last season I was in charge of the first team and we played in the Guardian Cup against Village FC. Now, everyone knows Village is a very, very good team. I think they did win the Prem this year. I think they did. Won yeah, quite a lot of trophies and, you know, the very, very strong side. And our Bruce team drew with them after 90 minutes, 2-2. And we beat them on penalties. Uh, um, we had Monks Sports Club at the time. We were playing on monks's pitch. And the way we celebrated was like we, we won the actual Guardian Cup. But it was every single player that season work so hard for each other. Not for me, for, for each, well, for me as well, but for each other. And and I was so proud of 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 what I achieved and what they achieved that day. It was amazing. I've got some great videos and great photos of things. And and Matt Earnshaw's mum was so nervous because he was taking the last penalty to win win the game. And we've got her on video sort of it's just just magical moments like that. Uh, that I think that's got to top it though. I think that was my favourite game.
4: Moving on.
2: Yeah, PJ. Yeah, i liked like There's loads, but I narrowed it down to um a couple of years ago for the reserves. Uh we were playing Hurricanes away, and they were the they were the top team in that league. I don't I think they went nearly all season unbeaten. And we turned up, and then I think we did. I, I think Chris might have been manager. I think probably. Yeah, I remember. I mean, Ash was definitely there, but Ash. Yeah, Ash, I think Ash was manager at the time. So I
1: think
2: I was just helping out. Yeah, but Ash then had to end up going in net, but that 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 came right near the end. Um, but I remember the game, and we never played him before, and we get we got reports of him being physical, dirty team. And I remember every time I played for Bruce, every time someone mentions that, we always have a good game against them. And yeah, it was physical, but it wasn't dirty. They were just big, strong lads. They were all ex rugby players or still played rugby. So they, they enjoyed the physical side. Um, and we went 1-0 up. Surprisingly, Tim's waving at me. But uh, we went 1-0 up and we we were... It wasn't by the uh, run of play either. And then they obviously, uh, Hurricane scored, I think, on the break. And then it was one all for ages, half time game. All the lads were pumped up, saying, Look, like, we can win this. And let's like, show them that we can we can do it. Because I think we were right. We were near the bottom of the league at this point. And then we went out um, and then we took the lead again. Uh, they were getting a bit high rate. Their lad got sent off for tackling him, tackling me from behind. Didn't make a di- big deal out of it. I just rolled over and got up and tried to play the free kick. Um, but they scored in the last five minutes. The lad had a shot. It went through my legs and it went through Ash's hands. I blame Ash because he sh- should have saved it. But <laughs> uh, but they came to, at the end of the game, Laurie Cain was saying, you're one of the best teams we've played you know you didn't mind it being physical you give it back as give it back as much as you got and I just thought I just remember the game just thought it was really well it was on a Thursday night so you finish work go and play football not had any tea one of the good game what probably one of the best games I remembered. Bro well,
0: and Jacko your favorite game with Bruce yeah so I have two um and neither of
1: these two mentioned mentioning one of them was when we stopped a team winning the league, um, Earls Town Athletic, back in probably off oh, 2015, probably something like that. When we weren't the greatest team in the world, um, and Earlstown had to beat us to win the league compared to Vulcan, and we beat them by three goals to two, and we, we played out of our skin that day. And Earls were really upset because he thought that was the day they were going to walk the league, and. The lads that day showed unbelievable character to win the game. But then another one which involves a different Earlstown. And this one was when we made it into the one in Guardian Papers. We won 7-2. And at the time we were Division 5 and we beat Earlstown who were Division 1. Um, and we absolutely bassed them 7-2. Um, we were magnificent that day. And again, that was really proud when to see the lads in that era. When we weren't the greatest team in the world, we worked really hard to win the game.
3: I played in that match.
1: Which one the Earlstown
3: or the Earlstown? The 7 2 the, 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 the Cup game away. It
1: was um, special
3: win that. It, I remember one of the goals, I chested it. I just You stopped me up front and it, I chested it down to Pez, and Pez played it through to Keats. And if I would have touched the ball, it would have been offside. And Keats said, Leave it, go away. <laughs> and smashed he it in the He said, Leave corner. it. That's been no, an indirect played. free kick anyway. Well, he was shouting at me. He wasn't shouting at the ball. So did, I, did I play these games? And you played that one as well, P. You played oh. right back.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah, we only had twelve players, and I seem to remember someone off uh, injured really early on. I can't remember who it was. He went off injured, but it ended up being Tim. and Me, I think it was two of me on the bench, and that was it. That was all we had. And like those days, we were we were we weren't the greatest team. And wasn't it Tom Mellor who got injured? I can't remember.
3: Did he run into one of the posts of many times he ran into a post?
1: I can't remember. I just I just remember it. I remember him being him not be on the pitch.
0: But yeah, great, great memories and you know, great wins. Uh, we have had mentioned um a penalty save, Jacko. Yeah, the scoreline
1: it- was wrong with that. We lost four one not eight one, but it wasn't it was a good save. People for people forget what happened when there was only corners they scored. So it wasn't really worth a save. I will just let it go in. Yeah, the ball went over his head. It, make, it makes it look good for the uh, you know, for the highlight reel, but yeah, other than that. It, oh, it was a great save, that. It wasn't my best ever save, but it wasn't far off.
2: I'll tell, tell you a story about that. I was on the bench and then Pe, uh, not Pez. Mel had come over to get a drink and I went, get back on, he'll save this. And he didn't believe me. <laughs> Halfway through a drink, you save it and sort of shove him back on. Yeah. I told you. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Right, that's gonna lead us on nicely to um, some of your favourite memories of funny moments that you've been involved with, Bruce. So a lot, of, a lot of them we can't see while we're, <laughs> while we're recording. <laughs> my my favorite one, um, we've mentioned it before, but it was my debut for Bruce. And that was when <laughs> every single member of the back four scored an own goal past Jacko. And it was just like, oh my word, what is going on here? Made it better that game is Chris got lobbed by a throwing. <laughs> <laughs> it bounced over
2: it. It didn't count <laughs> it. 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 didn't count, but I was only want to do the rule there. Eh? I think I think if could that happen first, didn't it?
1: Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think, it was, I
0: think it was, I, I, up the game. I, I think
2: it, I that was think the high we, point of the game. Looking at that, if if we if we knew that that's how it was gonna go after that throwing. I think we would have took a, a four a four one defeat.
1: I think <laughs> I've, got, I've got a funny st- story about that because we played that team in a friendly when we first set the reserves up. Um, it was what were they called? It wasn't Quentinville the Reserve? What were they called? That team, anyway, whoever they were. The um oh it was Sutton Junction, wasn't it? Sutton Junction Thirds. All oh, right, yeah, yeah. And we played them in a friendly, and the year year before, and the year before that we scored three own goals against them, so it's not it's, <laughs> Just so it. I think we played them twice and considered seven own goals in two games and it was and they were all it was one of the Josh Rudge we've had on the show full kit he scored one of the best own goals I've ever seen in my life where he was 25 yards out and he arrowed it into the top corner of his own goal <laughs> Um I'm i still, still not totally sure he managed it but yeah but Tom Mellis
3: scored a belt in the valley, didn't he in the box Benja yeah. I remember that <laughs>
2: Scott scored a great one, didn't he, on his debut? his debut? Scott. I think it was the same game. Yeah, Scott. Uh, Scott. I think, yeah. 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 I can't remember. I, can't remember, I was just remember him scoring a... I think he volleyed it from the edge of his box and it sliced in. Yeah. there
3: was Probably he, still thought he was playing for Crossfields, that's why.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we were wearing yellow and blue that day, so possibly.
3: Uh, can't figure it
2: anymore. Well, I can think of loads, but like you say, you can't. Put them <laughs> put them on the family
1: show. I'll 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 throw one of our lads under the bus. I'll 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 tell a story. Oh, we love this. Right. So there was one where we were training one of our earliest games of the seat, earliest periods of time. We had we had a manager whose training methods were not the greatest, should we say? And our club caps at the time through a massive paddy, caught the ball in the middle of the pitch and kicked it over the fence to the point where we had no football left. So we couldn't carry on training because he, he, he wasn't happy with the training methods. Um,
2: oh, I remember that.
1: It was just like, oh well, now we've got no football. because The club at the time was just, it was so badly organised. I don't remember how bad it was. I
2: remember Diggins catching the ball at the halfway line because <laughs> he didn't want to run. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that was good. You may have seen on Twitter had a conversation with Diggins about uh, being in, his, in, the, in the best eleven, he hasn't quite made the cut, but he would have made number one, possibly one, two, and three in toddler tantrums. Um Because yeah, he was—he was—he was definitely a character. Was was all diggings. Uh, Tim's backies arrived. Now we've got no chance of speaking to Tim.
0: <laughs>
3: I'm trying to say my cheeks full.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Never speak with your mouth full, Tim.
3: It's happened a lot, that, with Jacko and changing rooms.
1: Anyway, <laughs> me and you have spent far too much time next to each other without any clothes on. We did, yeah. <laughs> it
3: was like it was like an episode of the Royal Family. Every time me and Jacko in changing rooms, we were just sat there going, "Yeah, yeah, what we're going to do this week? Don't know. Lose, yeah."
1: <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, I was with Bruce's changing rooms, you have three or four people in there, and it'd be full. So you, so you got to know everyone quite intimately, really well.
3: Yeah, especially Danny Mark. Won't go any further on that one though. He always filled the change room by himself. Funniest (laughs) moments for me. Oh. What about someone's false teeth getting stuck in someone's shoulder? Oh no, it was cheek, wasn't it? Yeah. So I'm not Not gonna mention not gonna mention name.
0: I thought it was How on earth did that happen? So well, I'm not gonna
3: just... ma- I'm not gonna mention names. So it was a young man who who, who played at the club and he, he had some false teeth. Anyway, they both go in for an absolute storming challenge well, into let's, each let's, other. So
1: let's, 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 let's do the first out of this because the, the storming challenge occurred because Tim decided that both teams should line up on the goal line <laughs> and, charge, and charge to the
0: centre circle.
3: Like so, to to win the ball. So a big 50 to start the game off.
0: I can't see easy. a single floor with that, Tim.
3: So these two lads are flying, the two, probably two quickest at the time in the club. And boom, one of them wins the ball. The other one ends up on the floor. And then the one who stood up and wins the ball was, oh, my cheek. And we turned round and he had some false teeth stuck in the side of his <laughs> cheek. <laughs> and the other guy's looking like Popeye on the floor. Where's my honest? <laughs>
2: I remember, I remember one training, not, uh, James Smith, his first training session. I don't know if you there. Uh, me and him clashed heads, and like, I've got a hard head. And he went, fl- he went flying. Um, it wasn't like on purpose. You just, I moved out of the way of to so not running to Pez. Didn't see James Smith behind him and just clattered into each other. But he sort of rolled over and just got up knelt down to think he was a bit dazed and then he, he, he just started laughing about it so he said I should run into Pez next time <laughs>
1: there was another one with Willsy former host of the show I remember Willsy falling over in the showers because people were trying to throw cold water at him
2: oh yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> you know, he put himself through the floor in the changing room because he landed that hard yeah I thought weren't Kyle in there as well yeah Kyle was with him yeah, yeah. Oh, We're that... always in the showers next week, though, without any clothes on. But we, again, we won't go into that one.
2: That, that, I won't mention names, but that lad who said he's he's not playing for a it's a ball Cup.
1: Oh, yeah, there's him <laughs> as well. Makes you wonder what happens to some of these lads who play football with us because you never see him anywhere else.
3: No. Do, do, you, do you remember that great touch I had on my chest that time, Jack And I looked like I'm going to score an absolute worldie. And then I kicked the ball and it hit the corner post.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so that was most of your career, mate? <laughs>
3: Put myself on mute. Why eat me chips now? Thanks for that.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, one thing I would say about being at Bruce, I've made lifelong friends at the club. You know, people, we go for curries now and stuff with each other. We don't rather than some them who stopped playing and things like that and it's a good laugh. And we never took ourselves too serious as a football club, which I think some clubs get themselves sucked into at grassroots where they take themselves far too seriously and try and be a a pro club when they're clearly not, and um, they take it for, life, life far too seriously. Now we'd get beat and we still go have a have a drink after the game. Yeah, you'd be disappointed about losing, but ultimately you'd have a laugh and a giggle about how bad we were because at the first time we were
0: one of the worst teams I've ever seen. I think that's what it is. Sometimes, obviously, some teams are decent and they're the ones that do take it seriously. But if you If you're not going to be right up at the top of the league challenging, just enjoy it for what it is. And at the end of the day, you're there paying money to train and to play your games. Enjoy it and and have a laugh with your mates and don't take it too seriously, like you say. Just just enjoy it for what it is. You're there with your mates on a Sunday morning having a kick about. sorry, Saturday as well. Just enjoy it for what it is.
2: I was going to say, none of us uh, get paid to play. So, if you're, that, if you're that serious, or if you're playing in a higher league...
1: I mean, this sums up how, how bad we were that first season I was, I was involved. We turned up to a game, or sorry, to a training session. We had no goalkeeper. But one of, our, um, one of the lads turned up with his mate who was wearing jeans, and we put him in goal for one of the, for one of the kickabout teams. And he had such a good game in training. We signed him on That's that split-to-play on the Saturday, he never played. I don't think he played open age for ever. I don't think he ever played open age. He turned up, and we turned out he wasn't a very good goalkeeper in the first place, and we shouldn't have picked him. But he had one good training session. That was it. He was signed up. I remember. I remember a game now. Funny
2: moment when we turned up without a kit. Uh, oh,
1: <laughs> <laughs> a, he wasn't even a like we local either. We were in the middle of
2: Elsmeaport. Oh, we rock up. We rock up, and then we go. Right, what changing rooms are in? we go in Ash where's the kit I'll throw Ash under the bus it was his
1: fault oh, no, I'll, I'll tell you so me, I can't remember where we were was it me and you Tim in the car or was it me and Pete I remember someone something going who's got the kit and Tim <laughs> went, oh Ash's got it well, unfortunately because it was a first team game no one had told Ash that it was the first it, we need him to get the kit
3: <laughs>
2: so it was, it was to me and bring
1: it. it was <laughs> Me and Jacko
3: used to have the best away day travelling ever, didn't we, Jack? Oh, yeah. We had the best soundtrack on, Stone Roses, Oasis, all the cool indie tunes, on the way to the game, laughing, joking, got lost every time. Even if I was going to Wollstone Rovers, I got lost.
2: There's <laughs> was... also time we nearly uh, all died.
3: Well, yeah, that was Sam Bates' fault, that was.
1: I'm not throwing people under the bus. He just
3: throws them under the bus there. Yeah, yeah to, I'm, so, I'm definitely throwing him under the bus for that
1: one. So oh, we, we can't talk it, about the one. So we, so we went rock up at the ground and United Liverpool were playing. I can't. It must have been. A, it must have been. Was it United Liverpool? Mike's laughing. Yeah, Mike's
2: yeah. Surely yeah, kick off. I so was watching, watching the car while I was
0: waiting. Yeah, I remember everyone to, sitting in the car with their iPads yeah. and watching the game.
1: And we had to. We had to phone up Sophie, Ash's missus and ask us to go to the laundrette to pick the kit up <laughs> and then drive to Wells Port to give it back to us.
3: <laughs> we, nearly
1: that, we nearly won that game, didn't we? Was it the Rock? Where they were called. Yeah, um, yeah the bottom of, of my boot fell off. Yeah, your boot fell off. I, I, I played I, centre mid. Yeah, and again, it was one of them games where the, the bench was me, Ash and Tim, and it was a good job we were wearing the yellow kit because at the time the blue and white kit would have been too tight. <laughs> And so the, there was a bit when Tim got... Tim's boot fell off. It was, there was me left on the bench to come on. Like, oh, Tim, you carry on with half a boot. <laughs> There's no way I was going to play an outfield. Who played in that? Mike McKenna.
3: Oh, yeah. I did play the rest of the game with half my studs on a boot. I think we chopped it off, didn't we? The front end fell off, didn't it? It was just flapping like this. I
1: thought we got... I thought we just got some medical tape and badly to get like stuck it together?
3: No, that was Dave has his hand at that. Um, um, Dave has, his hand yeah. <laughs> is that we? We only got beat 2 1, didn't we?
1: Yeah, or 1 0, something like that. But yeah, they because the, they, they, they were a bit fed up with, with us as well because it was like we kicked them right out what an hour late,
2: yeah, an hour late. Like and most of the lads had something to do at the end <laughs> at that night as well. <laughs> yeah, I forgot about
1: that
2: one. Yeah. I just remembered it then. I was
0: like, oh, funny story one. Sorry, Ash. I had a similar one when I was with the thirds. Ash wasn't there for some reason, so I'd pick the kit up off him. Went over. It was somewhere in Liverpool, this Vets team, they were way, way too good for us. I think they were 10-0 up by half-time or something. And um, I'd come off maybe just like rotating subs midway into the, the first half. And the lad was stood next to me. I was like, mate, you're going on. And he's like, I've got no shorts. (laughs) How on earth have you come to football and not got any shorts? And he's like, I thought there'd just be some in the bag. So I was like, well, you've got to go on because I've already come off now. And he's like, oh, I don't know what to do then. So I ended up just stripping my shorts off on the sideline, getting the biggest coat I could find and just stood there in the smallest boxers you've ever seen. It was absolutely freezing. And he just ran on in his shorts and played the rest of the game. Proper, Sunday, proper like amateur football, is it, really? Bro? Oh, mate. There's nothing like it, is there? <laughs> um, right, going to bring it to the present now. So, obviously, in the last few weeks, you've been announced that the three of you are now effectively running Bruce between you. So... What are the plans for the future of the club? Obviously, um, looking at the vets teams, the first team, the junior setup, there's a lot of um, plates that you've got to spin. So, how are you going to manage all that, Jacko? So the op-
1: the open age is be, we'll start with the open age, but the open age is going to a Sunday team, um, two Saturdays and a, and a vets team. Really, it's going to be as it was. The vets the Sunday team is going to be an extra team, but. It's going to be as is. Nothing's really going to change much. We've got a couple of new managers coming in. Um, Myself being running the Sunday team and, and I call Craig Rigby running the first team next season. I've not met him yet. I'm looking forward to meeting him. But as a as a club, it's just basically making sure we, we stay as we are. Um, You know, continue to punch above our weight a little bit. The one thing we are struggling with at the moment, and this is a big issue for us, is pitches. Because we are such a small club, we are competing against much bigger clubs and we we just can't get the facilities. Any any decent facility wanting to get snapped up by the big clubs and we just don't go looking. Um so we are we're sort of stuck and Tim's got his headache at the moment of trying to expand the club but without the space. Um you know we've we've grown from being a, a club with six teams to a club with you know 50, 40 teams or whatever. And we just haven't got the space to fit them all in at the moment. And it's not for love of trying, is it? No. We've got 9-11 aside
3: teams next season across the club and we've got two playable pitches. <coughs> Excuse me.
0: And both, both on Wollstone Park.
1: One's yeah. on Green Lane, but yeah,
2: pretty much. Also, He's, I think with, with the jun- juniors as well, it's just keep it as is, as David and Sandra have done it. Just keep it going and supporting when the coaches need it.
1: I mean, the one the one thing we have got now, and this is something I want as a as a club, is having a pathway for the kids to go from under five to to vets. um all always staying with Bruce. I mean, me and PJ have sat here and both said we had to leave the club to go and play adult football and go and play somewhere else to get games. And you used to stand there and watch these teams like Greenalls and you know other Chester League clubs in Warrington, and they'd always have Bruce lads in it. But now we've got the pathway for lads to come from under five to, to vets football and just stay with Bruce. And for boys, and I, I would love to get to a point where we can do the same for girls, where we've got a, an, an open age girls' team and then a girls' team at every age group. That would be, that'd be my dream. Because um, that's the future of football. I think the future of football is the girls. You know, boys will keep on coming along, of course they will, but girls' football is growing so much. And I think next season, Bruce will have the first of a girls' team. Um, which is which is fantastic for the club, and like I said, that would be my dream is to go from every child, no matter who they are, what you know, whatever they do, they they, they stay with Bruce forever, and they the boy, girl, women, man, and they just play for Bruce. That would be my that would be my dream.
2: I mean, it's it's not like the teams of teams are bad. as like when we first joined, um, the first team was very well ran last year um, by Pez, Elmo, Rudgy, and Barber. Um, they did well. Uh, fin- finished second, second or third. third
3: they finished
2: third, and yeah. you know, finished one of the highest finish- finishes Bruce have ever had.
1: I mean, one thing I will say about that is, I bet there's not many clubs who had four managers in one season.
2: Yeah,
1: but we were all they we were all there all season. Um, yeah, they, all, they rotated, there. it. they rotated, it
2: and that's you know that was before me, Chris, and Tim were involved, but. I they, they think if them four didn't do it, I don't think it would be an open age, open age team this year. So a big shout out to them. But they they play some good football. I think I've I've trained with them now and again. Uh, I've watched them train when I've trained with the vets, and they they do. They just want to play football. When we first joined, it was just long ball, and if Joe was here, it was just because he'd tell you that I was playing at the back. But, I don't think I don't think it, I don't think it is the case. I know I'm not a ball playing player, but they play a lot, they play a lot better football now. It was- like
1: when, we, when we played, we weren't they weren't we weren't good enough to play football out from the back.
2: I no, exactly. We were,
1: we were just a solid team, we just kicked the ball as far as we away from our goal as possible. We used to have
2: a great formation, the polo, didn't we? <laughs> a big hole in the middle.
1: <laughs> I think it might it might upset Pez there with that
3: was at the bottom of the polo would we'll be all right. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's not what I was gathering nothing
1: that's not. oh, oh, no a, no
2: this this was like the first season we started. Oh, there was a right. couple
1: there was a couple of there was a couple of games when I played with you Tim and it ended up being a polo but it was a long you know when we were really bad when you first started it so I will take it personally.
0: <laughs> what about the vets Tim what's the plans for next season?
3: Um, We are getting accelerated promotion, so we will be going up two divisions. Um, I need to do a little bit of recruitment over the next few weeks to get a few new players. I've already got a few new good players in, so um, we did our first pre-season training session on Thursday and a few of us were a bit agreed, including myself, through my uh, fitness regime. So, at at the game at the end, I felt like, my Quads were just like lumps of rock. After, not ran through hurdles and stuff for years. What? What am I doing? Oh, I've just won a league. I can do this. No oh, props. No. That's
2: football. we going to
3: take a... it easy. No, we can't take it easy. P. It gets more competitive.
1: Have we got the insurance for that for the club? Just to keep, make sure the vets aren't ruining themselves into the ground.
3: Yeah, we we're all sorted Oh, I think
1: I saw to be fair to I think
2: I saw when of all vets out jogging this morning.
3: Which one?
2: Uh the captain, centre back. Lawton. Lawton. Lawton, yeah. I'm sure it was him. Now near, near Crab Lane. After after
4: 10
3: o'clock?
2: Uh yeah, it was when I was coming back from my dad's. So
3: yeah, about half ten it might have been. Yeah. yeah there won't be anything before ten o'clock with my vet's team. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, that's that's the aim of the game. We did uh quarter final, semi-final and won the league last year, Rick. So we we, we wanna carry on maintaining that. We've got we got tougher opponents this year, you know, on teams we haven't played before. We've been playing teams like Moore and 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 um I think pair points are trying to push to get into that league as well. Um and some nice little trips into Manchester and stuff. So it was because some good teams to play against.
0: Yeah. That'll be really good. Right, guys, it's the uh, the moment that I know you've all been looking forward to, and uh, I think a lot of ex bruges players have been looking forward to. It's the time that you need to name your best 1-11 to in your time at Bruges. So we're going to do it um, position by position. So starting off with the goalkeeper... Jacko, as that's your background, I'll let you go first. Best goalkeeper from Bruce. So I've gone for Jack Barber.
1: So Jack Barber was a goalkeeper that was was putting some Ashton in play. For simple reason, <laughs> simple fact of it is he
0: <laughs> um, was a striker when I first met him, Barber.
1: He was. He was you know what though, know, he was a better goalkeeper than ever was a striker. Um, I stand by that. I, I love him to bits, he's a great lad, but that year when he was a goalkeeper, I think he played in goal two or three times. He was absolutely out, out of this world good. and He he really pushed up his way at a goalkeeper level. There was a couple of other goalkeepers who played really well, but Barber, by far away, was the best out of all of them. Tim? Jack Barber.
3: Yeah.
4: Yeah. From, from an open age point of view,
3: hard because Danny Parnall was very, very, very good this year as well. But Jack, did me a solid for a couple of seasons and he got the team promoted twice, I think, while he was in that. Now, Jack, Jack was really good. Jack came to us when he was 16 and he was really good as a striker. And then he seen he seen big vision of going to play at um he went to Monks. I think he was there for a couple of months, and then he asked me to go and have a quick chat with him at um what was the pub you used to work at, Paul? He, he came into Bam's the fans, then he asked him to come yeah. back. Yeah, he asked. He said, Can kind of have a quiet word? Do the outside and, and kind of come back, sort of thing. And I played him outfield again, but it just. He went in net for us for a game and he was unreal. So I was like, Right, you stop there now. Sorry, Jack, but you stay in there. And he, he, did us, he did us proud.
0: AJ?
2: Well, see, my list is It's going to be diff, different from everyone else's because uh, Tim dropped me. So I ended up in the reserves. So <laughs> my, mine's full of good players who actually have played in the reserves. Uh, I've gone for Luke Roberts, big Luke. I think yeah. for the reserve team, he went in net. He went in net for Chris one game. And then I think he just stayed in net for that season. And he he did really well. Um because he played centre back before. Um, but like Chris said um, about Barber, Luke was a better keeper, and he was a centre back. Um, he was just big; he was just a big presence, and he used to come off his line. But yeah, it was Luke for me. But there's shout out. Got give Chris Chris a shout out as well. He's yeah, always there, always there if you needed a keeper.
3: Chris Played did me team. some solids, actually. He even got knocked out in a game playing for me, and carried on. <laughs> And carried
1: on, yeah. Don't, was... I don't remember I don't remember much about that game, to be honest with you. I also give
2: Sires was... a shout out, because he went in net, didn't he, when we were struggling for a keeper. Yeah, and Jack he, was very good played, as
3: well.
2: He yeah. played well. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like you got like a uh, lad who plays for the Vets now, but he plays outfield, Sean. Sean
3: Wilkinson. Yeah,
2: he was a good keeper, but I, I didn't play many games with him, so I didn't want to put him in. And Mikey McKenna as well. He was in he was on me, he was in me uh he was in my team. And I thought I think Luke Luke was I think Luke made more of a difference for the team. Was that
3: two ones? Barber. Barber wins.
0: Yeah, so barber. So. Right. So have you all gone for a back four? Yeah. 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 Okay, so we'll go right back first. So Tim.
3: <laughs> I've got a six. <laughs>
0: six. <laughs> well,
1: on, Tim. You were out for a coin of a night. Me and PJ and um, Danny you, you, you were allowed to come because you were grounded. No, um, someone some to London. Come <laughs> on, um, we listed at least six or seven. We, we, we had a, for some reason that even the club was bad. We had a suggestion of really good right backs.
3: Yeah, including me. Uh,
1: well, no. it went down me and you bit. didn't
2: make me and you didn't make the list. So.
1: Oh, Wilsey, Wilsey didn't make the list either. Oh,
2: Willsie. yeah.
3: Well, was great, but you've yeah. So for the best defensive season. Right back wise, we had Carl Law at right back in the club. That was the best stats. Jack, I was going to say, No, you're wrong here, Tim, but that was Is the it best. It? Yes, that was the best. I got that right then. It's nice when he's quiet he didn't put me down. But then you've got Dave Hayes. Dave Ayes was amazing. One blast for the past, Luke Anderson, who kicked me out of right back. Yeah, he was mentioned thought, at the Curry night as well. I, Danny Roberts. Danny Roberts was immense, but he was injured every two seconds. I had P in there. PL. I thought he played well at right back. That's
2: that's that was my natural position.
3: Yeah. I put myself in there because I played back. <laughs> uh, I have to go for Carlo. Carlo, not the most, not the most technically as good as some of the others, but my God, that guy had an engine and he was solid. He did the great job for me. For uh, he used to head head anything, any he, Carl? Yeah, yeah. No one beat him.
2: No, no. Well, I did no. the training,
3: but... not in a speed race.
2: Oh, not not in a running race. Heading nice and it as I did. and it
3: I need flat near as well. If you got near him, nah, I'm bigger than Carl. <laughs> 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 I'll, sell, I'll sell him on Thursday. When I want to see him <laughs>
2: from hey, a distance. PJ, right back. <laughs> Uh, I've gone for one of the young lads who come through uh, from the under-17s, uh, mm-hmm. Sam Johnson, Jono. Always used to turn up for love bite on his neck, didn't
3: he? Yeah. <laughs> Every week, a new love bite on his neck. He to, what? He, he used to be snugging Every time I used to go running before training on a Thursday night at Padgate, you go down underneath that bridge near... Um...
0: Going towards London?
3: Yeah, you know where the Chinese the, is? The Station Road? Yes, yeah, station road. Oh, Padgate Rose. Padgate Rose. He was always under there with some different girl having a snog under there when I was going for me, my, <laughs> my, my 2K run. I always made sure I ran past him and then I had my little walk further around and he couldn't see.
2: <laughs> yeah, but J- John always, he was just fearless for being such a young lad. He just got stuck into any any winger, any striker who was on his side. Um, he was just quiet. He was just, the only downside he was, he, he wouldn't. He wouldn't tell me off for making a mistake, or Dave as if he made a mistake. Um, but he was always there on the cover, so I've gone for John but Like Tim says, Carl Law, Danny Roberts, all could have been in there, but I've just gone for John because I played a full season with him at right back.
4: Jacko. So
1: there's a couple of lads who haven't been mentioned. I mean Dan Farrell when he came over from I think it was Bolton. He played for. He was. He was class. But I've gone for Danny Roberts. Uh, a lad who I don't think we saw the best of fully. I think he, when he played for Bruce, he was good. But I think he, his, his career was ruined by injury. I think he would have been played at a much more higher level than when he played for us. But yeah, maybe was Danny Roberts for me. I also wanted uh, Christian as well. He was a good right back. Christian Russ, again, another lad whose career was stuck, stuck yeah. by injuries. Um, Unfortunately, he broke his leg and was never really the same player after that.
0: Oh, there was a player for the reserves when the third team was going. The thirds played against the reserves because they'd mixed the leagues up. They had a right back who was very good. I can't remember his name, but I played played against him. He was really good.
3: Was he blonde haired? Did he have blonde hair? I uh, it was John li I
0: can't I don't think it was, but he was really angry.
2: Oh no, it might not have been John O then. It have been been John been. O. He wasn't angry, mm-hmm. was he?
0: No, no, he was he was living
2: most laid-back person you ever met.
0: Yeah, so I can't even remember his name, so that was no point saying it. Right, left-backs. Um, Jacko, go first on this one.
1: So for me, it's, there's three standout candidates. Um, there's Danny Mack, who, when we first joined Bruce, he was probably one of the best players we had. Um, solid, commanding, had his nails of a tackle. Um, now plays for the Vets with Tim. Great lad as well. Um, but there's two lads who, who I would put above him in terms of football ability. It's not against Danny, but Tony Mack and Bri Cregan. I've, I've gone for Brian Cregan in mine. A lad who was so underrated as a left back, he was so good. Um, uh, again, hard had his nails and a tackle, one of the nicest blokes off the pitch I've ever come across. He had an engine as well, didn't
4: he? he yeah. did, yeah. So, yeah, Bri Cregan's mine. Tim? So, I,
3: I had two. I had Pat Rowland, who did an absolute belting job at left-back for me. That's the pe- position I played in first when he came to our club. And I had Bri, but Bri sort of tops it for me because he was just a, a tougher uh, tackler. He was always like, if Bri put a big tackle in it, it'd get the rest of the team going. And he sort of provide that energy. He never gave up to the 90th minute. If we're losing, losing by a goal or we needed a goal to win he pushed the team forward to get that goal. Him, him and uh, playing with Carl on the left. Yeah, it was good.
0: So, who are we going for? I'm oh,
2: sorry, I've not said you yet, Pete. No, I'm, i was going to say, I've gone, for right. the, sorry. I've, I've gone for the guy Chris uh, left out. I've gone for Tony Mack. Just for that similar reasons. That might
0: have reasons. been him, you know. That might have been him.
2: Tony it's, it's it's only wore his heart in his sleeve every game. He's not the biggest of the lads, but... Every game, he'd get stuck in. He'd wind their winger up. He'd get the team like he will get the team fired up with a tackle. Um, and he was good on the ball. And a good left foot. He was quick. And the same as Jono. I've only picked uh, that Bry. I would have picked Bry, but I don't. I didn't play enough games with him. Uh, Tony Mack. I played a full another full season with him, and maybe even more. Uh, yeah. So mine's Tony Mack. So we've all we've all got three different <laughs> left backs. Well, I've
1: got me, me and Tim have really got Brian. We like, I think think Brian wins that one. Just
2: oh but, yeah, I you, thought you, you mean,
1: mentioned <laughs> Pat, didn't you? You flip you flip a coin between Brian Cregan and Tony Mackage's ability, though. There wasn't much yeah. between them.
2: No, they're both 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 good left backs.
0: Right, we'll go for a double header this time. So you can name your centre back partnership. So P, go first oh. for us, mate. Well.
2: I've gone for my good mate, Clarky. Didn't play many games with him, but when I did, he he was just oh, unreal. He was just he's so good. And you can tell he's played at higher higher level than we've played. Though I've played. Um, remember his first game with me? He, we played Eagle under twenty ones, and I don't think he was used to a centre back who didn't want to get up the pitch. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> he was telling me get, get up i like no nope, I'm alright here, thanks Clarke. I'm not moving uh, but yeah Clark he was good on the ball and I think he once he realised I wasn't running he he uh, changed his game to deal with a fat bloke at the back who didn't want to run <laughs> uh, the other one is the old guard yeah. Dave has. he just kept again he played so many games with made at the back um for ash um for tim as well it was me and dave centre backs for a bit for ash we were centre backs for the whole season um and yeah we just knew we just knew each other's game we you, you know i knew where he would be he'd know where i would be um dave didn't lose many headers he knew i wouldn't lose many and yeah, so I've just gone for Dave and Clarkey. Uh, but there's load there was loads of centre backs I could have picked. Um, Joel Sav, he was a good player again. Same, probably same as Clarkey, just knew where the ball was gonna go. Uh, there was there's a couple that these two will probably mention that I won't mention at the minute, but if they don't mention me, I'll mention them after. But yeah, Clarkey and Dave as for me. Yeah.
3: Tim? <laughs> well, I must have played about 30 centre-backs through my teams at Bruce. So, um,
4: Dave has, has to be in there
3: for me. Dave was awesome. I played centre-back with Dave. He said they'd never do it again after one game because I wound him up in the showers. Um, but yeah, I've played centre back with Dave open age vets, friendly games, awesome. Taught to you, told you where to be, helped you, didn't sort of oh, he had to go me once because I was playing all the tea the rest of the team when he was saying, I can't get back. Will you get on, get up with me here? Um yeah, Dave has, and my captain of the year, we got promoted, Scott Birchall. Scott was brilliant. He's still playing for the club now. He did a, a fantastic job last year. There's others. There's Clarkey. There's Paul Allen. Right, Just, um, like Paul Allen. Yeah. But he didn't play that much for me, open age-wise. He was in... I think he was in the third team, which was absolutely bonkers. I think he went into the first team after I left. Um, There was Chris Sockle, who... Who was a red card waiting to happen every game, but he was the lad you wanted on the pitch to sort of get everyone going. Him and Joe Sab were a great partnership. And who else did they have playing? P played centre back for me. Me and P played centre back at Halton Borough once. And Chris was in net behind us. And I don't know what was wrong with me that day. I was like proper chilled out. And I took the ball down on my chest and put it on the floor, and three of their attackers was running to me. And I just sort of knocked it to the side. It was best, probably, calmest football I've ever played and then played it out to the right back. It was great. And Chris went, don't you ever do that again? <laughs> I think he had I me. Mean, I'm not joking. I've never seen him scream at me so much
1: in my life. And I was like, I didn't lose it. Chris, come on. It wasn't like I passed it to you. I passed it nicely out to the side. I told you off twice in your career. Once was when your control did that in Elton Borough. But there was another one where you were playing centre-back and you tried to put it across our entire our goal. And you whipped it round like three of their plays, it missed their striker by about a millimeter. <laughs> I just remember giving you the right, there was enough six bleeders in that <laughs> word to get, I think I was off off coming have a field day with us. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I
3: didn't I didn't it didn't go in or anything. It was it played quite nicely to the left back, didn't it? Yeah, it went from right centre back to left back. <laughs> and yeah, only Wales could hear what he was saying because he'd gone that like, high-pitched. He was like, mm, I agree with you. That was shocking. Yeah, One oh, of those ones where you just
0: old. hold your hand up.
3: Yeah, but then thinking, I'm glad that didn't go to any of their players then. <laughs>
1: okay, Jacko, centre-backs, mate. Yeah, so everyone's mentioned him really. My two were Az and Clarkie. Um, I would love to have played with As five, six years earlier as well to so see how good he actually would have been. I mean, he was class when he was, you know, when he was called the dinosaur in games and things like that.
2: <laughs> that used to that used to
1: get him more wound up. <laughs> play, that, made, that used to make him play better. And there's there's one lad who hasn't been mentioned that he's he's now the treasurer of the club and it's he he, he started off as a right winger I think when he first joined Then he ended up being a midfielder. <laughs> yeah. He became a centre back and it was Phil. Phil was a great lad, but yeah, he's, he was he was a much better centre back than he was a right winger. That's
0: for definite. There's, definitely. A, there's another one.
2: Yeah. yeah, yeah. There's, a, there's another off, lad that's not been mentioned, and he he sort of he sort of fits in with Phil. Uh, he can play, he could play him in any position. Uh, Christian Cunningham Ward. I think when he come down, he he was a. He told me he was a striker when he first come down. was a striker
1: when he first come down. Uh, I
2: never saw him play up front, but he played in midfield. But he ended up playing centre back a lot with me, so. Christian just missed out on mine as well, but there, there was loads. One thing we again at the curry at the curry night we went through them all, and we could be here, we could have sat here all night listing every player. might Mike, Mike Bayless, no nonsense, take your legs if you didn't take the ball, all sorts. Right, um,
1: there, is, there is one other one as well who came very, right at the very end, and there wasn't many positives from the third team. But this lad, he, he now plays for the vets. Aiden Crockett. Um, oh, Aiden, love him. Top, top bloke, top lad. Um, I mean, that third team was was the worst team I've ever played in. By I oh my god, know, mate, Aiden it was, was horrendous. Aiden was one of the few shining lights in that in that team, and yeah, top bloke as well.
3: Yeah, he it's, is the only one you can't get home from the pub after a vet's game now. <laughs> He's got a he's got a routine that he's got to, he can't have one. He's got to have at least more than two before he goes home. <laughs> <laughs> I hope his wife doesn't listen to this because I might be <laughs> in trouble, but... you just dropped him, in not Just yeah. got him in
0: trouble there, yeah, Tim. Yeah. Right, midfield, how many are we going for, boys? I've got two. So I've
2: got I've got two centre mids. I've, got, I've, got I've gone, four, four, two.
0: Two, gone four, four, two. You've gone
3: four Tim. Yeah. I've gone four. Four, one, three. So I've got four four sentiments.
0: Right, okay. You don't make um. it easy, dude. Jacko, how many centimetres, mate? I've got three, mate. Okay, so uh we'll just go through the full midfield from each of you then. So Jacko, if you go for your three first. So I've gone for Matty Earnshaw in centre defensive midfield. Um, absolute
1: beast of a bloke, top guy. Um, and he's actually nice that he looks. He looks like an angry bugger. When we used mm-hmm. to play against him when he played for Crossfields, you always used to think he's quite scary, and but actually he's a top rope, one of the nicest guys in the world. Um, and then I put Matty Berger on one side of him, who's a, a machine, you know, he could run forever. Um, and then the other side, Tom Perrins, you, you've got to put Pez in. Um, Tim's golden boy, we're picking him up. I bad he was playing. I knew that was coming. <laughs> Then a couple of mentions, Mike Dalton, Jonesy. we have had some good midfielders, but those, those three for me are the standouts.
2: Yeah, Berg, Berger was always a red card, though, wasn't he? Red card waiting to happen. That's just because he was passionate, though.
3: Yeah, pa- passionate and plonker sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> but he knew it, though, didn't he? He, he always yeah. apologised after. So, And I'd never stand next to him with my shirt off. There's two guys at Bruce. That I was getting, you know, you know them games where you got to get changed on the sideline, and the first one, I'm a chunky guy, I'm a lovable chunky guy, and I, no, yeah, I embrace it nowadays, okay, but never ever stand next to Paul Angel or Mighty Burger okay, ever. Paul Angel, remember that? Yeah, <laughs> the, the guy had it was like he looked like he'd been chiselled. It's not fair. it <laughs> I mean. It's not fair. It's not fair. <laughs> he had a twelve pack. I had a barrel. <laughs> <laughs> a keg <laughs> uh, uh, and the worst bit is Chris is laughing there but he knows exactly the moment I did it <laughs> slowly covering yourself up. Up. <laughs> covering yourself up slowly yourself up with your
2: top again
3: you, Hub and the only highlight of my game that day is I set him up for a hat-trick all three goals three assists and then and then they yelped and come off the pitch because I broke the ankle I think Chris and Paul carried me off yeah yeah, I yeah that. just before. I was you dropped me for that, that as well, Tim. <laughs> yeah, I dropped you for me because I was playing better than you. No, for oh, the it AP?
2: I got, I got, uh, i know always just. <laughs> I was the only player who probably did more when he got dropped. That was why. To be mm-hmm. fair, Tim, I did get dropped for Colin Hendry for that. <laughs> yeah, he did. Yeah. <laughs> Can't really complain with that.
3: And he was a monster on the night.
2: Yeah.
4: Right, Tim, your midfielders, mate.
3: So I got a two for holding mids. I had Matt Earnshaw and this season Chris Albrook. Chris Albrook, was unreal. Matt's Matt's amazing. So um, I'm gonna go for Ernie
4: out of them two. Um, then Matt Burgess. I'm going
3: to. I've just changed my mind. I'm going to put Chris Holbrook in there. So that's three of them. And then my absolute lovely friend, my favorite, as everyone calls him, Mr. (laughs) Tom (laughs) Perrins. All right. (laughs) I got so much stick of loving Pez. But you know what? I got in trouble with Pez one day. We had a semi final of a cup. And I wasn't there. I was doing the coaching course, and Dave and Jacko were running the team. And I dropped Pez for Elmo, right? It was, was my captain. We were winning every game that season. I dropped in that game because Elmo had an absolute stormer in training on the on the Thursday night, and Elmo turned up drunk on the on the on the Saturday for the
1: cup game, and Pez was fuming. Did he throw up that game as well? I think so. Elmer Elmo wasn't well that day. I don't know why me and Dave didn't see it. Yeah, Was that against Liverpool Arms?
3: Yeah. And then Pez came into the Farmer's Arms. I came in and said, oh, I thought if we're winning here, we'll be all right, or getting uh, lost. I think we lost 2-1 as well. Pez was fuming with me. It was a horrible conversation I had to have with him outside. <laughs> um, it's, it's probably why I never dropped him again, you know. <laughs> That's what Not I needed the, to do. You just have to sulk at you and then yeah. um so they're my four midfielders, Chris Oldbrook, Ernie, Pez, and Matt Burgess.
0: Spot on mate, PJ.
3: Uh,
2: I'll go for my centre mids first. I've gone for two consistent performers ever since I've we've started. Uh Jacko mentioned him before for centre back, but I think he was better in defensive mid. Uh Mr. Uh Treasurer Phil. Just he was just consistent every week. You knew what you were getting. Um he always turned up, never moaned. Just played. Played where he wanted him. You could play him in you could have had a go in net if you really
3: wanted him. Uh um, no, don't no, don't do that. Just just I, I've never seen him play in that to be fair. I have I've known <laughs> Phil about 20 odd years now, Doctor. Do
2: yeah, but Phil uh Phil and uh same as Golden Boy Pez again, consistent every week when you when we first started. Uh he, he made that centre mid position his own when we first started. And I think it worked when it was Pez and Phil as well. because That was a centre mid partnership for
3: Yeah, it was a slow centre mid partnership, but it was good
2: Oh well, yeah, it was a slow centre centre mid partnership, but it, it worked well. Phil won the ball. Pez used to be the playmaker. It used to work. Uh, Right mid, I've gone for my old friend, Elmo. Uh, What a player he was on the wing, on his day. Um, He could have been playing higher level, uh, but he just has moments of laziness, not chasing back. Madness. Madness. Uh, Remember... Playing as a when we because we played in the same juniors he was right mid I was right back it worked so well I never got forward he never
1: got back <laughs> <laughs> it, worked, it, it worked it worked so well um I always remember with Elmo you'd, you'd look up as you are play playing in goal right you'd look up you'd look for your right winger and he'd be talking to the sub bench or he'd be talking to anyone but if t- he's talking to the, the line wouldn't he yeah, <laughs> like Elmo would give
2: him. he's Is such a, he's such a lovely lad as well Elmo. Um, <laughs> When he was younger,
1: he he was. I used
2: to hate playing against him, uh, even at school at PE or in training, Um, because you knew he was just going to skin you, no matter what you did. If you kept him stood up, he'll just shimmy and go. Uh, But yeah, Elmo, is in mind. Uh, My left mid. I've gone for another Bruce Old boy. I've gone for Ryan Bradbury, but I've put in brackets before he left to, to go monks or wherever he went. Grange, wasn't it? He went
1: the Grange. Grange. Yeah. yeah, before
2: he left, before he left for the Grange, he was probably Bruce's best player. Yeah. Um, yeah, And he was just he was just so just so good. Um and now I think he's is he coming back playing Sundays?
1: He says he is, but we'll we'll see. We'll I mean, see, Tim, but... Tim shook his head then when we said he's the best player but I'll just I'll throw in a stat here he scored 17 goals in a season where we only scored 35 he was yeah. um, some of the goals he scored that season were just, just I that's, I'm just judging it off that season because
2: um, I did struggle for left wingers I'll be honest I didn't play with Mather uh, that often so I didn't pick him uh, There was, a, was there someone called Lever, Leverball, something like that and Lever. Lever, yeah yeah. yeah, I didn't play he did he didn't play a lot many games with him. That was my no. issue. I I set myself a rule saying I, I had to play more games with him than just like the best ability players. Um but yeah, I've gone for Ryan. Um but I do want to give Sam Brown a shout out for centre mid as well. Because uh, he I think he changed Bruce with the steel. That steel Ryan and that midfield. Is it Ryan Brown? I thought it was Sam yeah, Brown. Right. No, Ryan Brown. Bro. Yeah,
3: oh,
2: Sam Brown played up for.
1: Him. Yeah, yeah oh, Ryan yeah, was yeah, the one. The Ryan was a. We were talking about red cards. A walking red card. He really was. He was. He was a rugby league player. who ended up playing for us for a couple of months because he had nothing else better to do. And yeah, yeah. though. He was. A
2: yeah, good good, I good. like Brownie. A, a Dalton. Shout out for him as well. Um. Yeah. So that that was my flat four. I've gone. Winger, centre mids, another winger.
0: Right. So PJ will stay with you for your strikers. Uh
2: gotta be Matt Drake. Uh as number 10. And number nine, uh, is Dion. Dion can finish from anywhere. So could Matt Drake to be fair. Uh, but Matt Drake, so good on the ball. Uh, his only downside is like he got dummy by Chris about four times in a row. Uh, but he, he was so good and then we find out that he's a centre-back later on in <laughs> running. He's his Bruce his Bruce career but yeah, Matt Jake again, young lad but he's so he's so good to get on with Um, and I think he, he just used to score from anywhere and he, he's probably one of the best I, I don't know why Tim didn't have him in the first team but I didn't sure have Tim him in the first until the end of that
3: last season, did I?
2: No, because uh, I think even Ash was telling you that he would get your goals. Mm-hmm. Um but and Dion as well, not seeing a player like Dion for ages. He works hard, he's quick, he's strong, he's good in the air, got a, he can use both feet. Um and again, Dion's was just a really nice lad as well to get on with. Um Dion played in the reserves for my last year. As well, so yeah, they're my two. I think if you if we had them two up front when we first started, we would have won the league just on goals scored, goals conceded. We still see loads, but we would have outscored them. I think just get the ball up to them too.
0: Every game seven six.
2: <laughs> yeah, Mister Tate,
4: strikers.
3: Um Number one would be have to be Carl Mother. Carl was. Unbelievable. He he scored goals when he shouldn't have scored goals. So I remember one Rainhill Town game we were playing at one of their West uh, Mid Cheshire teams, quite really good standard in the county cup. It was a belting game with we 3-3. I think there was like five minutes to go, and Carl just popped up 20 yards out, pinged it top, I mean top corner, hit the roof of the net. Beautiful. He scored so many goals that season. It on off the field, he worked hard. Fast. He, he had everything. Great, great, great player. I'd like to see him back at the club to be honest.
0: Is he still playing now?
3: He's coming back to football now. I think he played for Sankey Vale last year, but I've spoken to him. So we'll see what happens.
0: Yeah, and with him.
3: And the other one I would play. Uh, a guy who I played up front a few times plays centre mid for the vets. Uh, Mike Dalton. Mike did a belting job up front. So did Matty Berger for me on on the season that we um, got promoted. Uh, love Mike. Love his energy. Love the way he moans at the ref. Come on, ref. <laughs> you know. You know. We've all heard it. He throws his tackles in. He doesn't stop. Great player. He was so uh, good in the air as well, wasn't he, Dalton? Yeah, I had a few more. So, Alex Asbury was really good. Scolzi was really good. I think Scolzi's got a good scoring record for the club. Uh, Keats was really good. But, yeah, I'd pick them too. Karl Mather and Mike Dalton. Yeah. Um, Mel- I, could, I could pick loads. Kev Ferrigan this year, he scored more goals than any striker I've had at the club, I think. Yeah. Miller and, Ke- and Keats were, my- were shortlisted for my team as well. Um, Paul Kinsey. Paul Kinsey's been awesome. So many players i have had over the years. Um, I haven't picked many of my vets from this year because I'm still working with them, so I've gone, i gone a bit historic,
0: yeah. And Jacko round it off for us, mate.
2: Oh, Jacko's has got to be for me when I played up front for him. So I
0: once to
2: played,
1: the, I once played the up front and he gave away a penalty, so <laughs> yeah, he went really well. Um, well. Tim's mentioned most of mine. I mean, I had three up front, which were Ryan, Ryan Bradley on the right for that year that he was talking about, where he was he was out of this world good. Uh Carmaver on the left, he was again, him, him and Ryan would have been unbelievable if they were if Ryan was around at that time when he was playing really well. And I've gone for Skulls up front, but there is one player who I don't think we saw the best of at Bruce, but has gone on to have a, a fantastic career in the Warrant League, and that's Mike Carley. Yeah, um,
3: Mike. Yeah, Mike, yeah. I love um,
1: Mike. Bruce, he was—he probably arrived at Bruce a year, too, too, too early. That makes sense. If he, if he'd come yeah. when the team was flying, he would have—he would have scored so many goals. He, he came to us when we weren't great, and we just weren't good enough for him at, at, at times. Where he'd make—he'd make a run or he'd—he'd he'd do something, and he wouldn't get the pass. But he was—he was—he's a, a top player. And he's gone on yeah. to have a, a much better career than what he were, ever would have had it, when he. He was—he
3: was only twenty when he played for us, you know. He was only a young uh, lad, he, yeah.
2: He had, he, had, he had it, didn't he? Though he's like yeah. there's a lad we mentioned before, uh, Paul Angel. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, no, he only he didn't play many games, though, did he? But no. he no, he he made he was a good player. He came with Phil, didn't
3: he? Yeah, Phil's best mate. One of yeah. Phil's best mate. I'll tell you what else we haven't mentioned, Gaz Humphries. Gaz Humphries was oh, unreal. I yeah. Think I think Gaz played at Town as well, didn't
2: he? Yeah, he was at Town when I was there. I, did, yeah. I didn't remember him. No, he must have played more games than I did.
3: Gaz was
2: was unbelievable. uh, Uh, There was also a lad, uh, Sam Turton, uh, who's mates with Matt Drake. Them two worked well for that season. Matt's got all the goals. Uh, Sam used to do all the donkey work for him. Um, Used to run the channels to make the space. Used to close down. Used to be the the target man to knock the ball down. So
3: give Sam, Sam a shout out as well. I'd say Rick Ward as well, but I think the time I played him for the first team, he hit the post, got a penalty and then got injured. And I think that was all in six minutes. Oh, sorry, Rick, you're on the show. I forgot about that. I'm sorry, mate.
0: What a six minutes that was, by <laughs> the way. Okay, came on. I think I'd been on five seconds. Ball got rolled to me in midfield and I got absolute... I don't think I've ever been hit so hard on the pitch just cleaned through the back of me, absolutely lifted me. Then a couple of minutes later, the ball's got played over. It might have been Scalzi up front. He's gone through the keeper. The keeper's kind of smothered it, but he's on the ground. It's rolled to me on the edge of the area. I've tried to side foot it, and it's kind of just, as soon as I've I've connected with it, I I knew that it was just going to drift wide. And then I got absolutely smashed for a penalty. I'd got the ball, I'd put the ball down and Pez just tapped me on the shoulder as I was stepping back to take it. He just went, step aside, mate. He (laughs) took the penalty and rolled it in. And then I pulled my hamstring and had to come straight back up.
3: (laughs) And this was the times when it was a roll-on, roll-off sub, so he's wasting me substitutes as well. So he does all that in
1: six minutes and then gets subbed off. (laughs) Going back onto roll-off, roll-off subs, remember when Elmo came on i can't remember cross, what he came on before crossfield wasn't he? it was Crossfield's
3: game
1: it was, yeah, at, it was at crossfields but he he come on for someone and he had he'd been out the night before and he'd been at the uh chinese or something the night before and he comes yeah. on he creates a goal and then comes running off the pitch no he's he scored a world didn't he from it
3: it was yes. a cross sort of cross sort of shot
1: oh yeah it's thing the in Ross,
3: top bin. it's
1: the one where Ross pushed a goal over wasn't it? no
3: that no no that was his that um that was his little brother that was matt um Oh, Davenport. Yeah, so Matt hits it in and Ross lent on the goal, didn't he? Pushed the goal and the ball went in. Yeah, Yeah, I
1: remember Elmo (laughs) coming off the pitch to throw up in the bushes at Victoria Park.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Are we doing doing our best coach? Absolutely. Because mine's going to be Ash. Because it would have been Tim, but he kept dropping me for his mates, so...
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, Jacko, best
1: coach. The most enjoyable time I had at, at Bruce um, was when it was Tim and Ash, and it was secretary. The two of them were, it was we were a great little team, us three. Uh, me and Tim started it off. You know, me and Tim had a great time when we first took it over. Um, the conversation I had with Tim, I remember the conversation to take it over. It was a text at first, then it was a conversation. He'd just come back. I think it was from someone's birthday. I think it was Sam's birthday. He'd just come back uh, from Mauritius, somewhere like that. I dragged no, him into... Kate dragged into, was. it was. it Kate Verdi? I, so. I, I dragged him into a Dayton's change room and said, look, you are going to have to be manager of this team because it's a shambles. <laughs> Sorted
3: it out, didn't we? Big time. No, well, it, in, it, in our first, when, when it was you three...
2: Uh I had no issues playing for the first, So I know why winding Tim up saying he dropped me, but I think I had a conversation with Tim and Ash saying, look, I'd rather play 90 minutes than be on the bench. So I did have a sort of a hissy fit myself, but both Tim and Ash said, Yeah, we we'll put you wherever you needed.
3: And I, I think those those seasons were magical as well because we brought some youth through. I played Jake Robinson in the first team. Played Sam Quigley in the first team. I played some really yeah, good Liam young lads. Liam, Liam Gant, what a player he was. He, George
2: Riley. I was just going to say, none of these have been mentioned in our eleven. Liam Gent could have been centre-back or right-back. Liam Gant should good. be first-team captain by now. Yeah. He, didn't he go, has he not gone uni?
3: No, he's pulled, he did some damage to his leg one season, and he's not been back yet. He will come back. He's
2: going back I'll to play for some team. Is it? Good lad,ly he can be ca- he-, he can fight Ernie to be captain.
3: <laughs> I don't fancy his chances.
4: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I? <laughs> <answer. laughs>
2: yeah,
4: right, sit God, on
2: Ernie.
0: That, that can be a charity charity boxing fight. <laughs> right, boys. I'm gonna bring it to an end. There, I've absolutely loved that. I've really, really enjoyed listening to your stories and watching the uh, the smiles on your faces as we've been going through it. And it just shows how much the football club means to the three of you. So thanks for joining us to the chairman, Jacko. Welcome, mate. Vice chairman, PJ.
1: Welcome. I've loved it tonight.
0: And secretary, Tim Tate. Welcome.
1: It was awesome.
0: And... Thanks, as always, to Mike Bayliss, who's just got his head in his hands thinking about editing this. But hopefully we've just gone an hour and a half again showing you that Warrington is more than just a rugby town.
1: Up the bridge.